To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the Kerry Woodham Mornings podcast from Newstalk ZB. Finally, finally, a political party is grasping the nettle and telling it like it is. This education system is failing our children and it's been failing it for two decades. Parents and teachers have been saying this for years. The kids themselves are voting with their feet. They're simply not turning up for school. And why should they? I've been saying for years, as have others, that it is inconceivable that a child should turn up at secondary school functionally illiterate. They have had five to seven years at primary school and come out of it unable to read, to write, to do basic maths, far less anything else. How can this possibly happen? It's not the fault of the teachers. There are many, many fine teachers who are doing their level best with an incoherent curriculum, with many, many kids with multiple and diverse needs in big classrooms. It's not the same as it used to be. They are doing the very best they can, but you've seen the level of their frustration. Now, National is due to announce its Teaching the Basics Brilliantly policy at midday. There's been much talk about it beforehand, but the actual detail of the policy will be released at midday. And it's got to be better than what we have now. This faffing around about children learning at their own level, about boys being slower at the start than girls, so hey, don't worry about it. The children will come to learning in their own time. It's a nonsense. Parents who have the means and the desire to ensure their kids don't fall behind take them to private education programs. After school, they go to private education providers to be educated at great expense to themselves. And what do you know? The children learn. They're not coming to it in their own time. They're actually learning when they have a focused teacher who has the time and the means to be able to teach them. And that is a luxury denied many of our teachers. Not everybody has the resources to shore up the gaps, and that is simply not fair. Education should be the get-out-of-jail card, and that is quite literal for any child. Have a look at the literacy rates, the numeracy rates in our jails, and you will see that our jails are full full of people who were once young men and young women who were failed by an education system and failed by their own parents. You might have come from a background where you're behind the eight ball, but a good education system should give you a fighting chance of making the most of your life. It shouldn't matter where in the country you're educated whether it's a polluty inner city suburb or the most remote rural location, New Zealand children used to be given a world-class education that paved the way for generations of innovators and scientists and poets and entrepreneurs and brilliant tradespeople, brilliant nurses. Whatever a child wanted to be, it was possible. Thanks to a gold standard New Zealand education. And now we have fallen so far behind the rest of the world, it's going to take years to catch up.
National says they have a vision about how we can turn around our appalling statistics. An education spokeswoman, Erica Stanford, talked to Michael Hosking about that this morning. I've got a vision for the education system that, you know, we should sit back up in the top 10 countries in the world for educational achievement. You know, where kids have got every opportunity to lead the life that they want. But, but the reality is things are very, very bad. The current state of our education system shows us that 98% of decile one kids can't pass a basic numeracy and literacy test at age 15. Uh, you know, at, by the end of year eight, half of our kids in anything, in any subject bar reading, which is only just over half, are mm. not at curriculum. But we've got to be ambitious. Uh, you know, it's too important to ignore, to close that e- equality gap. We have to uh, focus on the, the key parts of the education system that are going wrong. I mean, the first thing that we talked about yesterday was the curriculum and the lack of guidance. About 23 years ago, we moved away from a knowledge-based, rich curriculum that clearly signposted to teachers what they needed to teach and when to this loose document that leaves everything to chance. It should be the case that no matter where your child is at school, from Kaitai to Blastow Learning, the same thing every year, those core content knowledge uh, that is non-negotiable. We don't have that at the moment. We leave it to chance and we're slipping further and further behind. Sing it, sister. You know, I'd be willing to vote national on that alone once I see the details of the policy, but they certainly sound like they've got the the parameters right, the basics right, the idea behind this right. I'm so sick of our young people being let down on so many counts. You know, the Nathan Wallace, the um, educator and psychologist, says the first three years are absolutely vital. If you have $100,000 to put it towards a child's education, he says don't save it for university. You put that into the first three years. After that, it's the next five years. And after that, it's basically toast. You're done and dusted. You either got a child with an inquiring mind, a child who believes that they can do whatever they want to do, that they can they can read, they can write, they can create their own worlds with their own imaginations, they can see the magic in numbers, they they can see the magic in learning. That's what teachers live to do, and so few of them are given the opportunity to do that. We have got to draw a line in the sand. When it comes to our children's education, I cannot recall how long I've talked about this. Ever since the figures first started coming out, that we were slipping and we were slipping further behind. And the answer was, oh, tests aren't everything. You know, you've got to let these children evolve at their own pace, in their own time. Well, sure, if it was one-on-one teaching, perhaps that would be so. But right now you've got overcrowded classes with children with so many diverse needs that cannot possibly be met by one teacher. They are doing the best that they can. They need the support of the community. They need the support of a country that cares and understands that an investment in a child's education is an investment for the country as a whole. For more from Kerry Woodham Mornings, listen live to Newstalk ZB from 9am weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio. 
If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.